The protests and ensuing looting and burning had moved into my super safe neighborhood. I was at home at my apartment and curfew was about to start. My oldest son, Max, was out at the farm. His regular work, big event production work, wasn't coming back anytime soon, so he decided to learn how to grow vegetables and build things. I thought I'd better give him a call. Hey, Max, where are you? We're out at the farm, thinking about heading back soon. Want to come over for dinner? Oh, well, honey, there's a curfew. R- really? Since when? Since tonight. My cleaners is burning down, so I think I'll probably stay home and watch the news just to make sure the fires don't come too close to my place. W- wow. Uh, Studio City? Yeah, all the way down Ventura. White, unmarked vans were dropping off pallets of bricks this afternoon, so I I don't know. I, I didn't hear any of this, uh... Do you feel safe at your place? Yeah, I'm okay. Look, I just wanted you to know in case you were thinking of getting off the freeway for groceries or whatever. Stores are all boarded up here. The exits into Hollywood are closed. Man, uh, I guess we'll just stay out here tonight. Uh, Did they call in the National Guard? Yep, they're downtown. I think they're angling for martial law. It'll never happen in California. Well, we'll see. Uh, Okay, Mama. Well... Stay safe and call me if you need to get out of Dodge. Okay. I love you, honey. Love you, too. Oh, uh, <laughs> I have news. Um, we're getting a kitten. Oh, my gosh, a kitty! <laughs> when is the kitty coming? A couple of days. I thought that would make you happy. Um, I can't wait. Talk soon, Mamacita. You're listening to The Last Saturday Night, based on true stories during our COVID lockdowns. Starring Sherilyn Fenn, Jennifer Lise Cox, Eric Roberts, and Ed Asner. With Chris Browning, Tim Russ, Vincent M. Ward, Allison Dunbar, Darren Jacobs, Belle Adams, and Hannah Aleem. Created by Jennifer Nash. As you can see behind me, this family-owned dry cleaning business is burning to the ground. Fire department are here, but police are so spread out all over the city tonight, they can't seem to stem the onslaught of looting and damage that's popping up in at least four different areas of L.A. A couple of my friends were news junkies just like me. Lately, it was better than any soap opera I've ever seen. We kept saying, if you put this in a movie, no one would believe it. Kind of like House of Cards. Remember how over the top it seemed when it first came out? Shizzle. Maybe Paloma was right. Maybe life is imitating art. Speaking of Paloma, it had been way too long since I'd heard from her. I kept calling and texting and emailing for weeks. I was worried. Finally, after the looting and burning had settled down in LA and the massive peaceful protests were winding down here but still going strong in Portland, she called. Hi, JJ. Sorry, I've been so MIA. Jeez, Paloma, I've been worried. Well, I'm sorry, okay? At first, there was the Lonnie thing. That was so horrible. It's like if you lost your mark. His husband and his friends in Austin put together a memorial video because we can't do anything together, of course. And so then Todd sent it to me, and I just cried and cried, like, loud bawling, crying, drinking tequila, smoking weed, watching it over and over. I couldn't get out of bed. I think I screamed. 
scared my sweet housemate to death. She finally cracked and went to Manhattan to see her grandkids. Wait, 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 wait. Your 80-year-old housemate flew to Manhattan? Yes, she just cracked. Couldn't take it anymore. I mean, I was so worried about her, and I was wearing a mask inside all the time, but there was no stopping her. She had to see her grandkids. You know what's so funny? She bought an apartment there, and she was FaceTiming me to show me the place. It is Carrie's apartment from Sex in the City. A brownstone? Yes. Her street looks exactly like Carrie's, too. It's wild. Anyway, she's fine. But I'm here totally alone, and last week, Aaron ripped my heart out, squished it up, and then beat it into little tiny pieces with a sledgehammer. Oh, no. I didn't even know you were still seeing him. Yeah, well, I tried so hard not to. I threw three different men at him, kept saying I didn't care. I blocked his number and unblocked it like a hundred times in the last year and a half. And I kept being horrible to him. And then I missed him and he'd apologize. And he always came back until last week when the jerk ball decided it was time to take me on a nature test to see if we could, I don't know, get serious or something. So I did not passed the nature test. It was so awful. I don't even want to go into it. We were in this beautiful place with trees and green nature, and I was getting all scraped up and bloody from blackberry thorns, and I don't know. He was awful. Uh, when guys ask me if I like camping, I always say, yes, at the Waldorf. <laughs> I remember you saying that. I might have even used that line on Aaron in the beginning, but it was so important to him that I could be a nature girl and I failed. He was so mean. And we had to drive all the way back with no music on. His radio was broken. And me sobbing my guts out. And needless to say, I've lost like five pounds already. And I'm like let loose all by myself in this house with the cats. So I've been playing sad songs really loud and cry singing with them, drinking tequila and smoking weed and eating walnuts. Thank God for the Smiths. Walnuts? Yeah, I've been researching. Walnuts are good for your liver if you drink too much. And I'm living on walnuts and tequila. And I've been riding my bike all over. And that's the other thing. He freaking broke up with me when I'm fit. How is that fair? I'm not fit. I have gained so much weight in hibernation. It's not funny. But I'm working on Dad to help buy us a house in France in case things get worse after the election. And then I'll be dreaming. I'll be riding my bike into the village every day, getting really fit and meeting a sexy Frenchman. Oh, Gigi, yes. I totally support you on this idea. I'll come with you. We can decorate the place really cool. I make pies and sell them to the locals. Everyone will want to come and visit. We have always had good luck with the men in France, you and I. We have. Oh, that's how I'll get over the jerk ball. Complete change of scenery. Anyway, things are getting really bad in Portland. I've been seeing it on the news. Why do you think I've been worried, Paloma? First, the secret weird police with no badges are throwing protesters into unmarked vans. What is that? Yeah, that was super scary. But now it's worse. These alt-right weirdos with guns are coming into downtown and picking fights. It's so sad. My beautiful hippie Portland is under attack. Do you think he watched Berlania or something and thought, oh yeah, those liberal freaks have got to go. It's bad enough I haven't been able to go downtown for six months. 
fucking months. You know how much I love this sweet, pretty downtown Gigi. I know. I know. But yesterday, one of those trucks was across the street from my house. And it was a skinhead-looking guy. And I was like, what the actual fuck? You have to talk to Dad into helping with the house in France. Gigi, he'll listen to you. You're the oldest. I hope so. Look, I think he'll do it if you say you'll come, because he's worried about us. <laughs> the two single loser sisters. <laughs> well, at least you have great kids. I've got nothing. I, I just want a boyfriend. Is that so much to ask for? Ugh. <laughs> oh, okay. We have a plan. We'll find some boyfriends in France, and the kids can come and stay if things get crazy here. Yes! 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 Things were getting very crazy. The post office was under attack. Our right to vote was under attack. Black people kept getting killed by white cops. A 17-year-old vigilante took an assault rifle across the state lines to kill some protesters, and the administration seemed to be supporting all of it? I wasn't the only one thinking about an escape plan. Ed was dead serious about his exodus from America. Hey, gorgeous. So you ready to get married? Do I get a ring? Of course. Will you live with me? If you have me. Will you make love to me every day? Oh, if you let me. Ed, are you really coming? When? When are you coming? Do we really have to wait no. till November? No, baby. You don't have to wait that long. If you say yes, I'll be there in a week. My friend Gigi and I are hatching out a plan. I do. I do say yes. I say come here as fast as you can. Baby, your damn country looks so scary for... Black people, I want you here, and I want you safe. I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. Alt-right caravans invaded my neighborhood, too. Another shooting in my hood. More and more buildings are boarded up, for rent signs began popping up everywhere, and tent cities of homeless people just exploding. My gut feeling was right. I mean, summer was getting much worse. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Electric Acid.